You are listening to episode six of the Henshin Dad podcast. And on this episode, I talk about the first episode of the brand new Sentai that's airing. That is Kishiryu Sentai Ryu Soldier. Hello there and welcome to the sixth episode of the Henshin Dad podcast. As you heard earlier, I am Wes and I am the Henshin Dad. On today's episode, I am talking about that first episode of the brand new Super Sentai series, Kishiryu Sentai Ryu Soldier. And that was probably not very well, like, accented in any way, shape, or form. I do apologize. Japanese is definitely not my first, second, or third language. Possibly not even one that I'm really good at anyway. So let's just get right on into it. The first episode aired on March 17th. And a little bit about the backstory of Ryu Soldier is that... Well, not really backstory, but production, I should say. Is that it is the 43rd entry into the Super Sentai series, which is quite a lot. We're closing in on 45 years here soon. That's pretty cool. Uh, Lupin Ranger and Pato Ranger were the ones that came before it. And it is directly preceding the... Proceeding? Succeeding? I don't really know exactly. It is directly coming after the Super Sentai Strongest Battle. So it has a lot to live up to because that Strongest Battle miniseries, those four episodes, they were golden and I really enjoyed them but anyway this is the fourth the fourth Sentai season that is going to be used dinosaurs as the main motif you had uh, Jiu Ranger, Abba Ranger and Kyo Ruger that came before it and now we are on Ryu Soldier and that is pretty cool and, and I think that we have a lot to look forward to with this season. Now the main plot of this season as I am familiar with it is that these three that we see immediately, these three rangers that we see immediately are descendants of this tribe that is in a war with the Druidon, and the Druidon went to space when the dinosaurs died out, and all sorts of fun stuff. But I really enjoy the fact that while this is a season with dinosaurs, they almost seemed a little bit like in in the back seat in, when compared to the knight motif. The fact that this was like knights, that was one thing that really interested me because... I mean, we've done dinosaurs already three times, and there have been dinosaurs in other seasons as well, specifically uh, Time Ranger with the, well, I don't remember the Japanese name, but the English name would be the, the Q-Rex, I believe. So dinosaurs have appeared in other seasons and whatnot, but it looks like the night motif is really taken, like, front and center, and that's really cool. Like, there's dinosaurs, but they're also knights, and they have these really cool suits. Let me tell you, those suits were really slick, with like the silver, gray, and whatnot offset with their color. I really liked that design, even though if it's, it's kind of a repeat a bit, I guess, of some of the Kyoryuja designs, I, I really appreciate how they really made their own motif work. And the Dino Knights, I mean, what, what, just, what do you think of that? You think like Dinosaur Knights, how regal is that? And I really like that for that reason. So uh, as far as this episode goes it was really just an introduction to the characters as well as an introduction to their masters well as long as the masters really stayed around there wasn't a whole lot said about them but they really did have a really emotional a real emotional impact in this first episode obviously because they well spoiler alert died i guess i seriously doubt it we didn't really see you know anybody's staying there especially the two that got kind of scorched up so we shall see if they actually remain dead. I highly doubt that. They wouldn't cast these three actors just to have them in one episode and then be gone. Now, possibly, they might stay gone in the present, but there might be a lot of flashbacks. I, would, I think that would be really cool, and just to explore that relationship that the Masters had with their disciples, because 
I mean, you can already tell there was really good chemistry among all of them. I mean, among the three trainees, but also among the three masters. And they really seem to like have a history that you hadn't seen yet. So I think that would be really cool if they explored some backstories with the main three characters. Now, obviously, you don't see uh, green and black in this episode, but you did see them during the Super Sentai Strongest Battle. So they seemed pretty neat, and they will be coming up soon, obviously. So I'll kind of leave my discussion on them for now. But the red, the blue, the pink, I, I thought they were all pretty well handled, especially the pink ranger. I think the pink ranger seems to have, like, the most depth out of any of these three characters so far. She just seems like she's really, like, she has that regal look to her. I don't know if it's just with the costuming and whatnot, and but the fact that she's also supposed to be the strongest member of the team, I think that's a kind of a really cool idea, and I'm looking forward to seeing that really like muscle-bound power-up that's supposed to come in the future. Sorry, spoilers if you don't look at magazine scans, but I do, and I like to see how things are going to be playing out pretty soon in the show, at least. But I, I really enjoyed it. I, they seem to, they seem to just really click with me. I don't know why either, because they don't usually click with a cast that quickly. But anyway, that's kind of what I'm, I'm feeling about those main characters so far. As it stands now, really, honestly, everything felt really good this episode. The big giant mecha battle felt really cool and was basically like this big giant kaiju fight. And that was really neat. And they did a lot of good practical effects, especially like I've been seeing on Twitter afterwards that a lot of these screenshots and just these little clips that people put together of the battle. And it looks really neat, I have to say. And it was really a joy to watch on my own. It, the thing it really reminded me was the um, Ultraman movie with Ultraman Zero and Ultraman Belial, the Ultra Mega Monster Galaxy something or other, Turbo HD Remix, I can't remember the name of it, but that, that big giant battle where you had Zero and Belial and there was this big battle in the beginning. I can't remember exactly what happens like story-wise, but it was just really a good treat to watch these Ultras going at it. And that's kind of how this battle felt, obviously on a lower scale because they didn't have a big old movie budget. But that's really how I felt about it. It's just, it just seems to be really well done. And it was really slower paced. Obviously, the first three got control of their powers and everything after the Masters died and that thing happened with the temple. I really couldn't figure out what's happening there. I don't know if it was me just not paying attention or something being lost in translation about where their powers come from. I don't know. Maybe I was just falling asleep at that point because I was really tired. But I thought it was good and I, and I really liked how they do have their powers, but they also have to look for black and green. That reminds me a lot of Goanger, which is definitely one of my top, top Sentai seasons, even though it's goofy as all get out. And, but the one thing, the one thing that just really got to me was this YouTuber girl. And I can't even remember her name, honestly. I didn't write it down. Um, ooey, 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 I think that's her name. The YouTuber girl is how I'm going to refer to her until I can figure out how to pronounce her name like properly and fluently. I just, I was not feeling that character at all. And I know it's just the first episode, but I can already feel like, oh boy, this does not seem like it's going to be great. And it's like her lying about what location she's in. I don't know if that's like a thing for the channel, apparently, that she's supposed to be having or whatnot, but it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, especially with all the things with YouTubers and lying to viewers and whatnot. And I don't take a lot of that seriously, honestly, because I'm not in the big YouTube scene, but something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. And I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm not all hip and up on the pop culture stuff. And I I don't know. But the, the older guy, uh, her grandpa or uncle, whoever that is, he seemed like a pretty cool character. He's just, you know, babbling off on the phone and everything and just kind of telling her what's what. And 
I, I thought that was pretty humorous. So I'm hoping that'll warm up to them, kind of like, um, reminds me a little bit of the characters from Abba Ranger, the uh, diner owner and that one girl who was uh, Abare, Abare Pink at one point. I cannot remember her name. Oh, I'm so blanking. I haven't watched Abba Ranger in so many years, and they were a Hong Kong sub, so you know how it goes. But yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, and I, I love that diner owner so much in that show. He was probably one of the highlights of the show for me, honestly. That was such a good show. You should watch that too. But anyway, I that's really the only possibly negative point, which may not be negative in the future, but I have to mention something, and, and that would be it. And I don't really feel like she's going to be the greatest character, but then the opening also looks pretty interesting with her, like in how it displayed her as a character in the show, so you never know. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. I usually am. So I am hoping that I am wrong. And you should hope that I'm wrong, too, because it's better when I'm wrong, usually. But anyway, that's what I thought of the first episode of Ryu Soldier, and I'm actually getting this out before the second episode. Well, I'm recording this before the second episode, so it hasn't aired yet, but I think this will be out next week. And I'll talk more about my future plans later. But anyway, those are my thoughts. Please let me know yours at the contact information at the end of the episode, and thank you for listening. Complete. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Henshin Dad Podcast. If you have any questions or comments for me, please feel free to reach out to me. I am at Henshin Dad on Twitter. That is H-E-N-S-H-I-N-D-A-D. Or you can reach me by email at henshindad at gmail.com. And until next time, cast off.